Hey guys, what's up? So I've never been more in love with the person that's in my bed right now and um, it's hard to breathe. I'm so excited. Today I have in my bed, Fred Scarf. Oh my God, you're in my bed. I'm so excited to be in bed with you because I've always wanted to sleep with a YouTuber. <gasps> Ooh, you haven't slept with a YouTuber? Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be your first. You are my first. Oh, good. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> so <laughs> it's in bed with Eddie. And let me give you a little intro. Who's Fred Scarf? If you don't know who he is, go to Google right now. Find his Wikipedia page. I found it. Um, but no, he's a really good friend of mine. He's a six pack ab techie hottie and CEO of Meme Your Photos, his new app. Um, super smart, super cute. How are you? I'm good. I'm just really excited to be in your bed because here's the thing. When you're in bed, like when you're like when you meet someone, you kind of like wonder what their life is like at home. Right. And I feel like someone's bedroom is kind of a window into somebody's mind. And when you finally see like someone's bedroom, you learn a lot about a person. And I'm in your bedroom and I like what I see. Ah, I'm, I'm glad because it's kind of a mess right now. And like, I'm not a mess. So I, it's really kind of embarrassing, but <laughs> I am not a mess. Here's, here's what happened. So, um, so you knew Andy, right? And I Facebook stalked you. Then oh you came up on my grinder profile <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. So then I strategically Facebook messaged you and what? then we met. Uh, How is that possible? How did I come up on your grinder profile? Cause we were friends because um, you were in LA. You moved away. Here's my plan, guys. I <laughs> He was cute. I was like, oh, my God, I want to meet him. Like, I want to be friends with him. Um, and, like, I didn't know how Fred was going to be because, like, yeah. you know, I will True. say we are in L.A. I'm going to call bitches out. I don't care. <laughs> There's a lot of bitches in L.A. that look hot, but they got nothing there. And, and they can't carry a conversation. Completely. And they're not smart. And they're not hardworking, maybe in the gym, but nothing else. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, you should have messaged me on Grinder because I would have sent you all my dick pics immediately, and maybe some ass pics, and, and maybe some point of view shots. Well, I didn't because we already had like, so I had messaged you, Ugh, but God. saw you on there, Shit. and then I was like, oh my God! So then I still have the screenshot in my phone. I think. <gasps> okay, so I want to get right. I want to jump right into it. Please, let's dive deep. We're gonna and get in there. We're gonna get in there today let's start out tell me a little bit about um you know what you do yep what you do like in general what's your career path and how did you get to that yeah so i see myself as like a go-go boy who happens to make apps <laughs> <laughs> love all right. it all right so um no all more seriously um i'm an app developer i make apps i've been doing it since i was in college and I've made about seven apps, which is pretty crazy. It is. And this is my, but like one app was reinvented three times. So this is like my biggest app yet. Um, and I'm really excited. It's called Meme Your Photos. And so I've just been on the road promoting my app. It's launched like a day ago. Oh, 
But more interesting, um, I have an Instagram, and I like to keep it hot on Instagram. Um, that was my next question. <laughs> so I need to know. Well, first off, obviously, you guys listening, you can't see this. But that's unfortunate. You really can't see this, unfortunate. And I can't see this either. So what? I feel like you, you need to me. take off your shirt. You're in my bed. There's no shirts allowed. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Do why do I have to stop at my shirt? Why can't I take off my pants too? I mean, you can do whatever makes you comfortable. But so you're telling me that I'm a I can be a free spirit just like that flag thing right behind me? Yes. All right, I'm taking off my shirt for you and my pants off for me. Guys, he's really doing this right now. He's going for it. Oh, Wow, it's getting hot in here. Look at them abs. Oh my gosh. He's got these blue, bright blue underwear on. Super sexy. I don't know if any of you out there that are underwear people, but I'm really turned on right now. Not gonna lie. (laughs) So how do you manage this? Let me, let me, oh my God. Rock hard abs, guys. Rock hard. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. Wait, I almost want to bring the mic down, guys. (laughs) Wait, I'm going to bring the mic. Do you hear that, guys? I feel like they can, you can hear that. You can hear like a subtle, like, there you go. There it is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> guys, that's his ass. I think your hand just had sex with my abs. You just did an underwear show, shoot. literally, like a shoot. Yeah, so I feel like I'm pretty conservative in this underwear. And I feel like at that point, it's kind of set the bar for everything in my life. Like, yeah, if, be- Like, you were like... Just be yourself. I'm like, well, I literally just did like a softcore porn cam show. So <laughs> how like how much more like how much like fucking farther can I go? You know, that's true. Although what I learned from that guy is he loves jock straps. So and he says, the, and I've never really worn a jock strap. I just did it because I want to get a lot of views, <laughs> and I want to get a lot of followers, and yeah. it worked. <laughs> Well, why would you wear the underwear at all then? You should just go no underwear. I don't porn star. I mean, no, just strategically like coffee cup, strategically mm. like the fruit, like the one piece of fruit. Like that could work. And like that's a little, Inst- you've already shown the butt. Yeah, that's so. already called my Instagram. I already do that. <laughs> Did you okay, not wait. see my post from yesterday? I, I'm, I follow them all. I get notifications. So how do you, how do you manage this rock hard ab body? That's what all right. I know. Here's the secret. The secret secret? is I work with a trainer and we have this like strict workout routine and then I have this strict diet. Like for example, you're only, I'm only allowed to drink wine once a week. What? Is that awful? That I would die. I have to drink wine every day. Yeah. That's kind of like a problem. So what I do is I just like work out a little bit longer because Sometimes I can't stick to the yeah. food part. Yeah, This is how crazy I am. I went on, I have this like Instagram inspiration muse and I showed him to this trainer and I said, I want to look like him. And, <laughs> and I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to give him attention because he, yeah. he seems like a douchebag. And, um, and she's like, all right, so just do this, 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 and this, and this, this. And so I've just kind of been following her routine. And then I just kind of do these like check-ins with her. And then yeah. I do, and then if I like start to like freak out about like food stuff, then I just like figure out meal plans and stuff. So. so it must be a lot of commitment and a lot of hard work. And I know like people, you know, 
it it's hot, obviously, but it's also a lot of work. Like it's a lot how of do work. You get yourself to, to do that. Do here's that. why. So here's why, and I think it's a more serious point, is that my job. I'm kind of like, it's like, I'm a one man show, and also like there's so much that's outside of my control that I feel like if I take myself and every part of my life very seriously, whether it's like social media, whether it's like my diet, whether it's like my health, um, it's like a way to kind of confirm my seriousness towards something that's intangible, which is uh, making an app take off. And there's so much that's outside of my control that I hope that when some people look at me, they're like, oh my God, he takes his body seriously. He takes his health seriously. He takes his like social media seriously and maybe like the chain of thought is that he might take his app and his career seriously too so yes there's like a silly part to it but then there's also um like an underlying subtext which is that um i'm a really hard worker and willing to do everything in my control to achieve the results i want to achieve i love that i literally (laughs) i no, I love that because my motto is mind, body, and spirit. And that literally is the manifestation of and mind, And that's body, the and thing. Spirit. And that's why I love this show. And you better already invite me back because it's also, in the end of the day, who cares what your body looks like? Who cares about anything else? It's about your spirit. And if you're not doing something, and that's why I'm an app developer. And how you feel, right? Like, yeah. It's all about how you feel yeah. and how you want like and like you got to do things that complete you because i remember you were kind of doing like some like job that was kind of that you didn't like mm-hmm. and um and like it's like you if you're gonna do something that like doesn't kill your soul you're gonna have to work for it and it requires like maybe like working twice as hard and and but i think it's worth it so so yeah i that's what that's what it's about mind body and soul i agree with you i love it so I did a little research, and um, I mm. found out that you actually used to do stand-up comedy. Hell fucking yes. Tell me about this, because you're just, like, you're funny in general, like... I just did, like, a like a live stream in a jockstrap, and I was making jokes the whole time. Is that, like, okay, most people, you know, when they're younger, like, is this your... Did you just fulfill your childhood dream just now? Or like this wasn't something you ever imagined you doing? I, I Well, here's the thing. I think a lot of people grow up and like the older you get, you kind of just like lose your sense of imagination. You lose your sense of wonder. And I remember being in college and kind of feeling like, listen, um, I don't want to like lose who I am. And I always want to like move through the world in a very authentic way. And even if it isn't like that Wall Street job, I really would like what matters most to you? What is meaningful to you? And like, is it going to be living in like some like giant mansion or is it going to be being surrounded with people who you love and having great moments and great experiences and like great conversations? And I just am a very big believer in valuing experiences and valuing connections and creativity and so I will never like compromise on that and I think that like whenever there's like an opportunity where it's like like you know um like take the boring adult thing or like work twice as hard and do your child thing I will work twice as hard and do my child thing Let's talk about nudes. So let, let please. I we haven't talked about that yet at all on the show, and I'm like, what the fuck? Let's no talk one about has nudes. talked about their nudes. No. 
So, all right. And I, I want to know how you feel. So you say first and then. All right. Well, so I, see. I consider nudes like a body selfie. Okay. So I think that nudes are like something that we have this like weird. Like, okay, here's what I think. Your body changes. And there's so much body shaming in this culture that like the idea of like liking your body it's like ridiculous that like you can only send a nude or like show your body when it's in a sexual way. So anyway, to be fair, most of my nude pictures are sexual. But but um, <laughs> but I like started taking nudes in college in Berkeley. Like I went to Berkeley and I just had this like epiphany that like no one gives a fuck mm-hmm. because like if you have nudes, it's kind of like just like a like a visual way of saying hello. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I see. It's like on Grinder. Like if you don't have nudes, there's something up. I so personally for a while, you know, I was following strategically people that like have nudes. Well, like very suggestive Instagram. And then it started getting this like kind of <sighs> culture where I feel like people judge people. I'm sure you get a lot of yeah. mean comments or stupid yeah. comments because people are insecure and i think what you said it's like if you're comfortable to your body if you feel like you're rocking your body like why not take a and here's the picture. other thing which i also kind of don't get is like we live in la or i don't you do but like we have a million great like headshots and like professional photographers yeah. that take like headshots and i'm like it's kind of fun to like look back at your college nudes and be like, oh yeah. Like it's really fun to like look back and be like, yeah, I remember that point in my life and like that was a very, that bathroom was shitty as fuck and like I like had my Ikea like stickers and stuff on the wall to make myself look more like artistic. So it's really fun to like look back at old nudes and kind of be like, that was a different era. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I feel like you need a frame, like down the line, a gallery of nudes. Yeah, or a book, like, like a coffee table book. Oh of my just god, all my nudes. you should. I mean, I'm gonna do it. I'll help you with that book. <laughs> I love you. Okay, so I want you. You mentioned college, um, and from what I understand, from what Wikipedia says, which Wikipedia get lie. Um, yeah, it also said other things. Um, uh oh. But you said you studied politics and technology. I started off at Berkeley. Yeah. I did a year. I transferred out and went to Cornell in New York. Cornell, New York. Realized I didn't want to go to Wall Street, which is what a lot of people do. Uh, So I transferred back to Berkeley. And I had all these poli-sci classes thinking I was going to go into politics because I thought, you know, I want to make a dent. I want to, like, make a contribution to the world. And then I just kind of had this epiphany that, like, who gets bigger headaches, Steve Jobs or Obama? And it's clearly Obama if Steve Jobs were alive still. Yeah. And I was like, no, because the great thing about tech is if you want to create something and, like, do something, you you just, like, do it. Like, there isn't, like, fucking, like, committees and shit. You Rules, just do it. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, yeah, like, I'm in my 20s and I'm, like, and I've built, like, seven apps. It's crazy. So, so... I went back to Berkeley because Berkeley's in the center of all the tech stuff. It's called Silicon Valley. And um, I had all these poli-sci classes, and I was like, well, I'm now interested in tech. And so they said there's a major where you can basically create your own major. So I said, 
why not just get the hell out of here and just fold in my poli sci classes with these new tech new tech classes and do politics and technology uh you started a nonprofit. yes when i was Some, in high school like literally yeah. baby fred baby boyfriend which was weird to see because you your face has not changed at all really you look young which but is i look but i'm wearing makeup but you still look very young you have like a baby face which i like it's you have a baby cute. face and a cleft chin i know i like your cleft chin oh thank you i'm always right. insecure about it so. yeah so the question is Tell me about the charity. Yeah. Like, yeah. why did you, what why, the, did, why did I start it? Yeah. What was up with That's it? That's amazing. Like, yeah. most people, if you went to his Instagram, which is Fred Scarf, you would see lots of sexy photos. Hell yes. But you would not think this guy made seven apps necessarily, unless you did research. And I know it's in your bio, but people don't reach yep. it. They just, you know, save the photos yep. and then jerk off to them. And, then, <laughs> you know, Mission uh, we've all done it. Um, <laughs> mission accomplished. But you wouldn't assume that you did all of this. Yep. So, like, tell yep. me a little bit about that. Yeah. So that was definitely a different time in my life. Um, I was like 15. I had a friend in high school. Um, she had cancer, and uh, she passed away from the cancer. And you know, me being the 15 year old who kind of grew up in this, um, uh, like I don't want to say sheltered, but kind of sheltered where I really did believe that like good things happen to good people and like, like bad things don't happen to good people. And it kind of like bent my mind a little bit that, um, someone who like, who was a really good friend and who I loved and someone who, um, like that something this terrible would happen to such a good person. And I couldn't really fathom it. And it took me a while to kind of get through it. So what I did is I was like so trying to cope with the death of my friend when I was 15 that I like was like I'm gonna just start a nonprofit and I didn't even know what it was gonna be and at first I was raising money for cancer research which is like not what I was in a position to do because it was like Steven Spielberg could do that in like one day which I could raise in like 50 years but I was I did have did have a lot of time on my hand I did have a lot of energy and I did have a cute baby face and I was like, I could use all three of those things to organize proms for teens with cancer who may not live long enough to attend their own prom. And so we did one. It was actually in Hollywood and like only 16 people came and I was like, it wasn't really a big turnout, but I felt like we were on to something. And um, then like the next year, like it was a hit. And then, like, it jumped from, like, 16 people coming to, like, 100 people. And then, like, the next year, it was, like, 200 people or, like, 300. Or, like, I don't remember the numbers, but it just kept on jumping. And then it started getting press. And then people started to to do their own proms. And so it turned into something. And it was really cool to see how um, this, like, really personal, like, loss turned into something that kind of served as a stabilizing force for all these teens and uh, in like a moment when they really need it because um, I think your headspace when you're a teen with cancer is very, very um, not that great. (laughs) It's already like a tough time being a teenager, but like, yeah, it's like only imagine, I can only imagine having a friend, you know? Yeah. Well, it's it's dealing with that. Yeah. It's a tough time being an adolescent, but it's also, I think a really tough time um, 
just trying to figure out like because I think like here's like the thing is like most people don't think about their mortality right like we're not like sitting in this bed (laughs) thinking about when we're gonna die but like in addition to being an adolescent you're thinking about your mortality which is awful yeah and like if you're just thinking like okay tomorrow i might die it's like no 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 let's displace those thoughts with like something that's more positive and more tangible which is a prom and i get it the prom doesn't solve cancer but what it does do is it helps their psyche and it displaces the their like thoughts of like when they're gonna pass away and so i think from my 15 year old mind it was a good idea and i still think it's a great idea i mean Um, I think there's other great charities out there doing really important stuff, but I think it solves a very specific headspace problem. Yeah. That's, this is amazing. I can't believe you did that. I mean, you, it seems like everything you do, even now it's like so much greater than yourself. Like now you can, now we can create memes because you have an app where we can create. Did you download it, Eddie? Um, yeah. And I wanted you actually, I haven't opened it yet. Um, oh no. So I want to open it and create a meme <gasps> right now. But first, I want to ask you something before we do it. What's it like being gay in technology? Because I feel like I don't want to. It's shitty to call it a niche, but it's unfortunate because in the world we live in today, every area of industry in general, it's like it's almost like um hush hush kind of thing. And so for sure, what I really admire about you is like, the, we already kind of touched on that, but you have these like multifaceted, like confident with your body, yep. you know, confident with talking about sexuality, yep, yep, yep. you know, but also developing apps and being gay in tech. What's that like? Especially so, being so, in Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah. So I think that tech is actually pretty good. Um, it's very um, okay to be gay in tech and it's like there's no, um, it's, it's not like finance or something. Um, I do think it, there are problems with women in tech, and I do think there's problems with diversity in tech. However, with that said, I think being gay in tech is different than being an entrepreneur, a gay entrepreneur, which I think is a challenge because I think that um, you, I think just you kind of face the same struggle that most people face, which is that you're not. Uh, you have to, you're not, just by like your, like your appearance and whatever, you're not taking it seriously. And I think that um, my personal experience is I've definitely had situations uh, both by gay people and straight people where they, I was clearly discriminated against because of my sexuality. And the thing is, is that when I have these moments it kind of makes me feel like, listen, be yourself even more. And also, like, I would, like, and here's one of the problems, and I think this, like, applies to everyone, is if you try to appeal to everybody, you appeal to nobody. If you just appeal, just are 100% yourself, then you will stick with, like, five people, and then those five people will then, like, stick with five other people and then it kind of just like will snowball and then eventually like avalanche so i actually think like it's not you're disadvantaging yourself whether you're in tech or whether whatever your career path is um or whatever your like life point is is that if you're not 100 percent yourself so i say either like go all in 
and be gay 100% or whatever your sexuality is, me questioning is being straight right for me also kind of has the same um has also made me question is this the right career for me and i think it makes you like a know your your sex knowing your sexuality also helps you know your career that's what that's what i'm trying to say i agree i wrote about that in my book which i want to read and i'm i'm going to steal a copy the minute i leave relationships 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 sometimes they (laughs) suck figuratively and literally It's a really bad intro, but that was the best <laughs> intro of my life. So grinder, let's just get in a grinder because yeah. you're like the one person in my life that I feel like is on grinder, not on grinder, <laughs> oh. but I feel like you have enjoyable experiences on it. And mm-hmm. like, I still want to do a full episode, but I can't concisely get my thoughts down because there's Here's, so many yeah. experiences. Like my experience with grinder is Isn't different than, you know, your yours experience. and other people's and like, yeah. what the fuck? So, what, what is my yes grinders your go-to yes so it was my go-to and now i'm in a relationship but 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 like i will admit like grinder was my go-to like i don't think bumble works <laughs> tinder it's like you just talk the great thing about grinder is it just gets the job done so. i mean i feel like everyone gets laid on it except me <laughs> except me because well here's the problem is i feel like i didn't really get laid on it too much because it's the... all talk well no no not that it's all talk but here's the fucked up thing about me is that if you give it to me then i don't want it so like oh. if like someone's like so if someone sends me a nude that somehow like turns me off because i yeah. get i kind of like enjoy like not getting nudes because then it like forces me to be like what's the nude look like you know i just felt like what i know this is bad once you've seen like a couple dicks and the variations it's like they all look they all they all do look the same but but they have their personality yeah well maybe it's not the dicks i think what it is is that like if someone like and this is maybe not a great thing but if someone like is like hey i really want to hook up i kind of feel like i'm like okay we will hook up at some point Maybe not today. Maybe tomorrow. I will schedule you in. And like, and like, I'm so fucked up like that. Like, but like, I'm like, we will like, like, I'm like, okay, got it. Like, like it will happen at some point. But then the problem is that like, then it doesn't happen. Yeah. Because then I'm like, okay, like at some point we're going to do it. And then like, we never do it because other things pop up. So I think what it is now that I like say it out loud is it's more just a way for me to like cast a net on who would actually sleep with me. <laughs> and then like, and then once people were like, yeah, I'd sleep with you. I'm like, all right. Like I'm still hot. All right. I still oh, got it. What's the craziest thing <laughs> ever like, you've done on through grinder? Like, yeah, I guess. Um, I'm curious. You mean like a sexual experience or just like a person I met or like Both? anything? All right. So, yeah. um, so Whatever I'm a very big believer. I'm a very big believer. If you're going to meet someone, you might as well just do it with them. Like, I'm not a very big believer in like, like, I'm like a polite person. I'm a polite person with an empty wine glass. <laughs> and I think that like, usually like I'm a cheap date. I will put out and, and I, um, okay. So craziest experience. I think craziest experience yeah, like, I don't right, know. so there's one Something person. There was one person who literally sent me a picture when he was like 18, and then it turned out he was like 40. Oh my god! So there was that, but that was like, but like the thing Did is, you still is, go like, through with it. Yeah, of course. I oh. did. And then like, 
And then like, do you have an age? Do you have a cutoff at all or no? I don't, cause like also the thing is, is like I link my Instagram, so I like kind of also get a lot of follows from Grinder. <laughs> so I'm also like, listen, this is gonna go both ways. I can a get laid, and then b I can also get some followers. Yeah, get it, girl, <laughs> get it. So, so um, and then the I think the other craziest. Do you promote your app on there? Sometimes you yeah. should. I do. I I do have sometimes. a picture of your app, like. With over your my abs yeah oh no over your dick and oh like, over the dick yeah and just well you want to hear be like fun- download you, me you want to hear a funny story i tried to use um a picture on instagram for my grinder profile and then grinder rejected it because it was too racy so like apparently my instagram pictures <sighs> are racier than what grinder would approve. oh my gosh that's so funny so <laughs> I'm like just I can't believe that because Grinder's so so rash. I don't. Like I can't even with Grinder. It was just like <laughs> I just can't. I don't know. I'm, That's a different day, different story. All right. So and then the wait. I'm not finished. A little less conversation. A little more touch my body. So wait. You want to hear about my best Grinder experience? Yeah. Ever. Yeah. All right. Second best. You were my first. So um. The best one was actually, I had like a kickback at my apartment in Berkeley and I had my friend Paul and Jacob and they were there and I, there was like, it was a kickback and there was every, everyone was at my place and <laughs> my friend stole, he took my phone and then like, just like organized a hookup for me at the fucking kickback. So he's like, so then we're, we're all chilling out and then he like literally just says, he's like, Hey Fred, someone's going to be here in one minute to suck your dick. <laughs> Oh. And I was like, what the fuck? I have, I have a kickback. And, he, and then they're like, yeah, we all want to watch. I was like, dude, that's going to freak this dude out. So then, like, I basically took this, like, kickback and forced everyone to go to my balcony while this guy was, like, knocking on my door. And then, like, I, like, let him in. And, like, everyone was trying to see. And I was like, no, you're not allowed to see. So they wanted to hide in the kitchen. And I was like, that's too much. You have to hide in the balcony if I'm really going to go through with this. And then he did it, and yeah, it was. Did he know that everyone? No, was watching? he didn't. He didn't know that I was like throwing a kickback, and that like there was like a. So million it was pe- like it. A kickback turned into. Um, it was like not a, an orgy. It was What's, like like it was a, like voyeurism. Like that's yeah. the word. So it's like it's like all my friends basically tried to watch me get a blowjob. I don't think I could ever. I think like my friends seeing my dick. I don't know about that. Yeah, I was kind of, I mean, I was really upset, but then I also got like a sick joy out of it. Like I really. Oh, you twisted. I'm twisted as fuck. But I think what I like. You're kinky as fuck. I'm kinky as fuck, but I'm actually not. But like the thing is, is what I like is I like a good story. And I like, and I like the idea of looking back at it and like almost wanting to like, like I like adrenaline rushes and that was a total adrenaline rush. So. Okay, I'm gonna ask you some speed questions. Well, I'm it's only gonna be like three, but I want you to like not really think just like Yeah, I'll talk. Favorite quickly. sex position. Missionary. <laughs> so socks on or off in the bedroom? Off. Um what's your go to snack after sex? Nothing. I don't eat anything. Really? Like chew bubble gum. Okay. And that's like it. Um, do you have any like pre sex rituals? pee a lot like the idea of like having any pee before sex is really weird so i just like get nervous too and i just pee like a lot it's weird do you have any like weird fetishes or kinks 
No, I'm very vanilla. Beyond belief. <laughs> I'm like the most vanilla person you'll ever meet. It's like really weird. Top or bottom? <laughs> Find out for yourself. Oh, I like that. <laughs> okay. So, this is like totally unrelated. We we went from ranch and now I'm going to like just crazy. All you right. were a viral video star too. What yeah, are I you was. not? What have you not done? Oh, me, gosh. besides well, me. I haven't done you. <laughs> I I need I still need to read your book. He was Okay, guys, you need to look it up. What can they look up? They got to see this video. It's a fucking epic, amazing. Epic fail booty call some it's like booty call epic did you plan out with the network or you just dropped it on them so i was working with a publicist and um so i was working with a publicist and we were like looking at app downloads and i was like what like no one cares about like entrepreneurs and then like no one really cares about app developers you know we kind of live in this culture of like abs we live in this culture of like you know like various sex sex. yeah things like that and um and so I was like kind of trying to figure out like what could I do that would like draw people's attention as I'm like on TV demoing an app, um and so we had this like ridiculous idea, I did it just did an interview with like another TV station you know zero fucking downloads I mean not like zero but like not enough doesn't that suck I've done so many interviews and like nothing I was like yeah I was like I did an interview but the thing is is like I guess what it is is that like I knew I knew a lot of people were watching so I didn't have like a frame of reference for what to expect as a consequence so anyway so I was like okay like I didn't get that many downloads and also I'm kind of like sick of like kind of wearing this suit so I had this idea of like if like I op- when I was demoing my app I like opened it and then, like, maybe a nude would pop up. <laughs> and I was like, well, A, I don't want the responsibility to go tr- be on me. And B, I um, didn't want it to seem planned. So I was like, what if I got, like, a friend to call me and then I just changed their profile picture to a picture of my ass? And then, like, and then I changed their caller ID name to Booty Call. So it was one of my friends. She's a rocket scientist. She works at NASA. Oh, <gasps> my God. She went to Stanford. And then I was like, dude, can you wake up at 7 o'clock and call me when they zoom in on my phone? And she's like, yeah, of course. Because they did it live on TV. It was live. Like, actually and live. It was live. Oh and then, gosh. like, and then um, I... Yeah, and then, like, we did it, and then it went viral, and then it got, like, a million views. I actually remember, I rewatched the video, but I remember, <laughs> like, the it being viral where I actually saw it, and I never thought I'd be sitting next to you now, so that's fucking crazy. It was, incre- but- it was, it was really fun, and, I mean, though I will say it's kind of made my life now a little bit harder, because... Was the station mad at you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't been... So whenever I do interviews on TV, I'm not allowed to show my phone. (sighs) And so, like... So I'm very, very... um, So I had to deal with the consequences. And the consequences uh, were that I got a lot of downloads. I got a lot of followers. And... um, But it, like, prevented me from, like, doing future interviews. Which is fine. Because, like, honestly... They weren't really effective channels for marketing. Advice, advice, advice. All right, let's hear it. So what's your, I like to have everyone leave a piece of advice that you've gotten to give to the listeners. So what's the best piece of advice that you'd like to share? All right, the best piece of advice, I would say 
is that no one's going to do it for you. And what I mean by that is that there's this idea, like maybe you're in high school, maybe you're in college, maybe you're working, but like whenever you get into like a big organization or like a big group or like, like everyone always has this idea that, um, that like things are just going to work out. Like I, if I just like show up, things will work out, which is sort of true, but sort of not. And I think that like, you know, there's many steps between being someone who's talented and like being someone who's like banking off of your talent. And I think that I would say no one's going to do it for you to take whatever talent, whatever golden nugget, whatever pearl lies within and say like, let's turn this into like actual like results, whether it's like whatever you're trying to do. So, um, so I say grind hard. Even if you if you feel like you're being annoying to everyone around you, then you're probably doing something right. Um, and just like remember that like if you have this moment where you're kind of feeling like should I or shouldn't I, just say like yes, like do who, it, do it, do, do it. it, and like who the fuck knows what's gonna happen, and it's gonna be great. Do whoever, whatever. whatever. However, whatever you whenever, want. yeah. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you so much for letting me be in your bed. You're welcome. Oh my god, thanks for coming in my did, bed. <laughs> did you have a good time? Uh, uh yeah, was, I didn't have to come back. Was I good? You were great. Thank you for letting your abs be on my bed and on me thank you guys so much for listening don't forget um you can donate to the show i have a patreon you can go to inbedwitheddy.com you can donate on paypal or patreon we so appreciate it tweet me at eddie oliver s um with the hashtag inbedwitheddy let me know who's gonna get in bed with me next and don't forget to follow fred to fred scarf is it on everything yep 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 and then download meme your photos Meme it. Peace, Peace, love, love, and and positivity. positivity. Thanks for listening, guys.